0: It's your boy, the one and only A-Switch, aka the <laughs> 220-time social distancing champion, aka the pretty motherfucker with a dash of ugly, <laughs> aka Mr. Babyface, but he a man though. <laughs> uh let me stop. <laughs> uh freaking you. You have another episode of Switch sites. Uh episode 83 to be exact. Uh today's date is December 4th, 2020. Uh hopefully everybody had a very wonderful um covid safe safe socially distanced distanced thanksgiving um decided to uh take a break from uh take a week off from the podcasting as well as nothing much was really happening necessarily so I was like let me save a little little uh topics of discussion uh until next week which is now so you know there you go for those that don't know switches sites is uh my gaming podcast where I talk about just that. Um, the world is, is is still horrible, you know, just in case y'all forgot. Um, <laughs> in L.A., L.A. County, at least, um, uh, it seems like there's an imminent lockdown, uh, at least probably I'm assuming presumably other uh, states and stuff as well. But, you know, hey, because people don't want to listen. This is what we have. Now, now we got to be on lockdown yet again. We could have been out of this like uh, a couple other other countries and, and, and whatnot, even though I guess technically because of us, maybe they're starting to get their cases up and it's all horrible. Just throw throw the whole throw the whole country away. Just throw it all away. We'll start over. <laughs> uh, well, on a on a brighter note, you know, it is December, you know. It's Christmas time, you know, uh holiday cheer. Um, we don't want no Grinches over here. You're a mean one. It's the Grinch. I'm sorry, my my mic can't pick up my voice when I when I go that low. So I apologize. Blame the mic. Blame technology for not accommodating my voice. I was I was about to give y'all a whole full full quartet of Christmas songs, but you know what? Uh because, because this this mic doesn't want to cooperate. Ah, uh, well, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, either way. Hopefully, everybody's getting in that holiday cheer, considering the the harsh times we're in still. But you know, hey, it happens. Life is life. You know, either you get back up or you stay down and lick the floor. I don't. I heard that somewhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> either way. Uh let's stop the dilly dally and get right into it um first topic of discussion p s v r two you heard it right folks p s v r two um well, you know, hey it is a thing apparently uh, apparently some um patents leaked regarding uh the design of it. Um, some notable features, uh, I believe there's haptic feedback on it. Yeah, haptic feedback on the headset itself. It seems to look way even lighter and smaller than the original PSVR. which is pretty dope. Apparently there's LED lighting and sensors that recognize that the headset is properly worn. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it looks like a, yeah, damn. It looks, that's interesting. So there's two. So there is a patent for the traditional VR AR headset, which we said that is, at least from what I'm seeing, looks much smaller. Then there's also VR AR glasses. So maybe they're trying to dabble, put them put them pinky toes in the uh, augmented reality market that's going to be interesting. <laughs> Try to do what, uh, let's see, I guess, technically Microsoft and Google. Well, you know, of the, the multiple failures, Google just, just, just drops and moves on to, um, uh, interesting. It might be. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm still for whatever reason, just waiting to bite the bullet. It's just something about VR that just hasn't really, you know, really Made me want to do do the full jump. Um, maybe it's the killer app. I mean, Half-Life, Half-Life Alex was close. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just waiting for like a really solidified killer app that will like, you know, just like ah, I got to get I got to get VR now, you know. Um, yeah, I'm just still on the fence. I'm still on that fence. I'm just I'm just on that picket fence. My butt hurt a little bit, but you know, <laughs> uh, let me stop. Uh, keeping that, <laughs> keeping that rumor train going. Cheers, cheers. Um, <laughs> um. Also, uh, I, I mean, take this. Of course, both of these with a huge grain of salt, but uh, apparently. Uh, patent for the PS five pro has been uh, leaked as well that uh, I guess the biggest takeaway from this is that it's going to have two uh, GPUs in it, which is very interesting. I think that I think I believe it technically will be the first console. If true um, to have two graphics cards in a console, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy guys, guys, is going to be crazy. Um but you know, I th- I believe the second one according to according to this um this article and patent, uh leaked patent that the other one may be used for cloud optimized uh games. Interesting. So I believe basically it's just going to maybe streamline streaming <laughs> streamline streaming somehow with the graphics card uh maybe you know i don't know some some voodoo magic gree that's not a word magically magical voodoo to maybe make uh, cloud streaming viable if anything that cuz uh i mean especially like with sony partnering with with uh microsoft in terms of the streaming front um I think that's a safe bet to, you know, it it's, uh, it's, it's apparent they're like doubling down on trying to get the, um, get the streaming game, uh, down pat, you know, uh, try to reduce latency as much as possible. And I think, uh, potentially, I mean, maybe this might be it. Maybe it won't, you know, if anything, I th- I guess, worst case, you know, you just have more horsepower, maybe weirdly enough, it might use, I guess, since it's a, a, a presumably AMD graphics card crossfire, uh, similar to SLI with uh, NVIDIA graphics cards, maybe do uh, boost performance with, you know, uh, at a cheaper price, even though technically, technically buying two graphics cards is generally the same price as a, you know, higher next gen graphics card, if that makes sense. So I don't know, maybe s- Somehow they're doing some, like, I guess, customized, uh, maybe cheaper alternative to this or something to make it feasible to actually use two GPUs in one console. But I mean, I it's not necessarily surprising. I mean, I think uh, the PS4 Pro did pretty good. Uh, I mean, I think anybody who's like, uh, let me be <laughs> let me be careful. Anybody who's a video game enthusiast slash, I guess, wants the best quality, which is I I consider myself to fall in that, that boat where, you know, I just want the absolute best uh that I possibly can, you know, reasonably. And um I, I felt the PS four Pro did that. Um, you know it uh bumped up some games in a to a pretty decent extent um you know the 4k even though it's like you know upscaled and stuff like that it was for a lot of games pretty viable i mean you know with the downside of the jet engine (laughs) your ps4 pro is about to take off lift off (laughs) whatever but i mean outside of that i mean it worked it did what it said it was gonna do so you know so i mean yeah i mean i ain't gonna lie to you if a ps4 pro I mean, I think it's safe to say probably we'll see this maybe three to four down, three to four years down the line. Um, it's definitely, I'm pretty sure it's happening at this point. I think, yeah, especially considering how I think presumably well the PS4 Pro did, I think, uh, yeah, I think they're going to keep the, keep that trend going mid, mid, mid gen upgrades, which in turn will further extend the generation like it did this year, this this uh, past generation, so all in all i mean of course it's definitely not coming soon i am for sure 3 to 4 years from now it will probably be it'll probably be a reality but yeah jumping the gun i uh, i don't think i think it was trending on twitter too pre ps5 pro <laughs> people just stress like i i can't even get the ps5 not coming out to ps5 pro what what is this <laughs> i hate everything <laughs> uh yeah yeah, no, I don't. I would be very surprised, but I highly, highly doubt it. But of course, yeah, definitely. You know, obviously, uh, PlayStation, um, Xbox. They they obviously you know R and D research and development. Um, you know, research and test consoles way before they come out. Like. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, man. All right, man. PS Four doing good. PS Five. Let's uh. All right, we got a year. Let's get this going. Let's get this cracking. No, it does not work like that. Pretty certain they're already working on the PS Six right now. Xbox Series Double X L. Now, I man, I I actually kind of want the Series X, the whatever the next the continuation of the Series X or Series X Pro is gonna be. Yeah, it's gotta be Double X. Just, just double X, maybe put an L in it if if you feeling risky. If you feeling risky, you know. But I digress. <laughs> uh, but hey, I'm down for it. You know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna eat it up though. Oh, don't don't you fret. Um, uh, moving on, keeping keeping the uh, Sony news going. Um, Jesus, I have to like fucking eat this damn mic. It is. This is a gift and a curse, man. This damn, Ugh, just my. Just gonna put my lips on it. <laughs> put my lips on this mic. Uh, yeah, put. That, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um. Yeah. So apparently, uh, even though this has kind of been somewhat of an ongoing rumor that people are like, ah, eh, I believe it when I see it. Which I'm kind of in that boat too, but. Like it's worth mentioning to some extent. Um, I guess famous YouTuber, not let's you know, keep things realistic. Uh known YouTuber, Morris Law is dead. Uh apparently a tech analyst, I've not heard of him until now. Uh claims that Silent Hills and Metal Gear Solid is gonna be PS five exclusives and is in the works. So it was like uh it was like a a segment in in uh his podcast i believe that uh mentions it and um i listened to it uh fully i mean it's like i guess i guess i don't know it it uh and then uh i think he also mentioned God of War 2 coming out in 2021 but i think that was already confirmed though that it is coming out next year so i don't know I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. I would. I would. Uh, of course, love Silent Hill and Metal Gear to be a thing. Um, apparently, I think the word on the street is that uh, Hideo Kojima and Konami made up. You know, had that nasty, raunchy makeup. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what they do. I don't know who Konami is as a whole. I mean, Konami could be a be a fine girl. I don't. Know. These these are questions that need answers that we don't have answers to yet, all right? Um, But yeah, I don't know. I'll believe when I see it. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll believe when I see it. I won't be surprised, because, I mean, there is a ton of rumors about it. Uh, If it it is uh, for the Silent Hill, if it actually is the Team Silent, the original Team Silent, that um, developed the, I think, first four games. And then went off on other from other teams to develop that. And then Metal Gear Solid, which I think the rumor is that's apparently being made by Blue Point Games, who also uh, just recently uh, worked on the uh, tremendous, magnificent Demon Souls remake. Uh, so, you know, they have a great moniker for remakes. They also remade the Metal Gear Solid collection as well. I believe we talked about that last episode. So would not be too surprised if that was a thing. I don't know. I don't think I don't think uh Ko- Kojima and Konami made up though. If anything maybe I could see more realistically that Konami, you know, ha- had made some deal with PlayStation to have some team, you know, work or maybe PlayStation provides the money um to support um you know with the rights. That maybe, Konami gives PlayStation to make a Silent Hills game or something. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess that that'll probably line up with the new Team Silent thing. Yeah, that that okay, that makes sense now. I guess it could be the Kojima thing, but I doubt it. But I think more realistically, considering the like like super public breakup between Konami and uh, um, Kojima, that uh, yeah, I think Silent Hills is going to be developed by the, the original Silent Hills team, and then Metal Gear Solid will be remade by Blue Bluepoint, um, and, you know, PlayStation 5, you know, hey, I'll give you a free cookie if you... <laughs> all it took was a cookie for Konami to, uh, you know, ah, is it peanut butter? Alright, okay, alright, you got me, you got me, you got me, Sony. <laughs> uh, Would have loved to be a fly in the room in that meeting, if this is supposedly true, but I guess apparently just with a grain of salt this dude has been known to I guess, you know, back up rumors, but then if they're false, totally just, you know, delete videos and stuff that back the rumors. So keep that in mind. But the only reason I bring this up is because of the previous rumors of this these things being a thing as well. So Yeah. Moving on. Um apparently um the PS five, uh, for resident evil three, specifically, if you go to the store for resident evil three, it actually shows a PS five version of resident evil three. So basically the P- PlayStation five UI, if you're for some games, if it's uh, both on PS four and PS five, it will tell you, um, what version, uh, to basically select if you hit the like three dots in the menu, uh, for that so like for Resident Evil 3 apparently if you go to Resident Evil 3 and you hit the three dots it'll show PS5 Resident Evil 3 which is very interesting um, it does the same thing with other games that where there is a multiple version but you know for Resident Evil 3 we currently only know that there is only a PS4 version so uh, I mean it, it's it, it could be a bug could be a glitch but I mean at the same time Who knows? I mean, yeah, so that's very interesting. It could totally be a bug, but, uh, and I guess uh, as well for Resident Evil two, it does not show this at all. It does not show a PS5 version for Resident Evil two. Um, so, you know, this could potentially be a bug, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, part of me personally, at least, you know, I think, uh, the general consensus for Resident Evil three is, um, for people who played the original is pretty damn disappointing in terms of a lot of missed opportunities and, you know, uh, cut corners that otherwise would have done this remake, uh, complete justice, um, in the same vein as uh resident evil two, even though there are, there are some gripes I have about resident evil two as well. But I mean, uh, I, 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 I felt like I've, I've preached this before, but you know what? I'm going to get on that goddamn podium again. Resident Evil. Raccoon City. Director's Cut or Resident Evil 2, 3, Director's Cut, whatever you want to call it. Just basically. Give, uh, I guess, you know, you know how Capcom is famously known for like ultra booty. <laughs> I got to do it. I got to do it. Uh, What is it? is it this one uh resident resident evil um uh, uh street fighter ultra booty booty doodoo Doo edition yeah uh in stores now you know um robot This, one, this one. yeah, yeah. Resident, resident, evil. Evil. resident evil um <laughs> this is actually, this is the, actually Resident, Resident Evil, Evil uh, Super, uh, Booty, Super Alpha Booty Alpha Omega, Omega uh, Ultra, Ultra Power, Power Edition, Power you know, so hey, it could happen. But basically Resident Evil 2 and 3, at least for Resident Evil 2, just to um, further diversify the scenarios where they're not basically literally just a retread of everything add pretty much the kind of somewhat missing elements from the original and uh, maybe add a additional like area. Cause I think they skipped one Resident Evil 2. I'm trying to remember. It was some gripe I had about Resident Evil 2. Yeah, I think, yeah, just the, yeah, there were some cut areas like, you know, for, from the original, there was like a whole lava section area which I think they, no, I don't even think they technically did that, but basically it's a lot of, I guess, cut content from the original game that I think they could have, you know, put in for two. I mean, if, if they put pretty much gave us the Resident Evil two that we wanted in terms of like, not necessarily one for one, but pretty damn close um, remake of the original uh, I think I, I, I mean, I, I can't even, I'm totally biased with Resident Evil. So I mean, generally most Resident Evil stuff I would buy anyway, but I think that would, it would it would be a little, a little messed up, but you know, at the same time, I mean, I, I wouldn't, be, I'd still buy it, you know, I ain't gonna lie to you and say I'm not gonna buy it. So <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just don't know and then you know Resident Evil 3 if anything that needs the biggest you know re revamp um you know they totally how they totally cl- uh, cut the clock tower segment um the whole yeah Nemesis just being just way less intimidating scary in this one you know just being a totally just scripted monster which is just ugh it it's a it's kind of a shame that tyrant is way more scarier than um nemesis which is it was generally the other way around where yeah cuz uh, uh tyrant was more scripted and then nemesis was actually you know more um was actually how tyrant is now where he's more dynamic and like you know um even scarier than the uh, previous games where you know he like intelligently follows you throughout the whole you know Game uh, for the most part, you know, yeah, ugh, it's a it's a lot of issues with Resident Evil Three. That date, man, ugh, it's disappointing for people who who played this for the first time. I mean, I, I doubt they're they're as disappointed, but ugh, if you definitely played the original, ugh, it hurts. Don't do this, Capcom. I mean, do this, but do it the right way. You know. Okay, let me stop writing. Moving on. Um apparently, you know, news flash, uh PS five did pretty good. You know. Apparently it's the UK's biggest ever console launch. <laughs> Probably makes sense with uh some of the uh, the news uh, outlets were talking about how like, you know, people were stealing like PS fives and you know, <laughs> tracking was like, oh oh tracking is unavailable now, sorry. I'm like, What? What? I just just said it was coming today but it's uh, which I'm sorry I mean I feel bad for the people that you know legitimately managed to get one and then you know to be disappointed I think also Amazon they said like they like swapped PS5s for like random objects or something that I I guess presumably is the same weight of the PS5 like probably in the same box but just like you know totally different weight and like, like what, is, what is this 10 pound dildo uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I got the PS Five, but I got a dildo right here. What? What is this? I've been had. Somebody called the cops. Uh, I'm I'm just trying to make light of the situation. I know people. Uh, yeah, I will be. I will be peeved. PS Five Day. I open up the box. Oh yeah. What? It's a dildo. What am I gonna do? Uh, I mean, you said a PS five, right? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. So you know, there you go. UK doing big things. Well, you know. PS five. I guess I don't know where I was going. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, keeping that Sony news going. Apparently. Uh, according to internal documents from vice, uh, PlayStation users spend more time playing offline games than online ones, which is pretty interesting. Uh, you think it'd be the opposite that, yeah, like with, you know, evolution of everything today and, uh, you know, where games are going and and things like that, that, you know, online would be the, the most popular, but actually single player is which I could see to some extent because I know a lot of people who just generally just like to play just single player games solely and not even, you know, uh, you know, from a competitive standpoint, not feeling they can compete against other people and then, you know, just like, ah, no, I'd rather play single player, which I mean, for me, I'm I'm generally on both spectrums. I, I like both. Actually, I kind of get in my phases where I like to just be playing single player games versus multiplayer games, kind of, you know, it depends on the mood, if it's a game I'm really excited for, you know, a, a la Cyberpunk 2077, um, you know, it it, it it just it just varies. But, you know, hey, it's pretty cool, though, because, yeah, like at least like let's say I think this conversation came up like maybe two, three, four years ago, maybe that single player games were actually the opposite and on their way out or something like that, uh, which is like what? I I think a lot of people had a disagreement with that in general, but I think uh, it was a, it seemed to have been a popular topic that caught on at the time, but yeah, at least now for sure uh, that is not the case. I think this also came up due to the activities feature for PS five. For those that don't know, um, the PS five has a, it's a pretty cool feature. I haven't used it too much that lets you um, jump directly to whatever activity is available so like for example um i mess with it a little bit for demon souls Uh, for demon souls there's like multiple worlds right so if you wanted to go to a different world all you would have to do is um go to activities and then it gives you all the available worlds so like in theory technically you can skip the nexus because generally well no You could technically just go to a nearby um, bonfire or I forgot what they call it, Uh, but basically whatever, you know, a checkpoint and teleport that checkpoint directly to another world, which wasn't an original, but they did add in the remake. But you can also um, teleport uh, basically from anywhere. Um, It kind of uh, gives you, it's one of the items in the game that lets you do that as well. But the, the downside is that you sacrifice some souls. I think they they um, take away a certain amount of souls if you do that. Um, so essentially, <laughs> I guess it's a shortcut of using that item. Maybe they probably like ration it or uh, have a restriction on it to some extent where you can only do it so many times. Or if you're maybe they catch a theme or something. But I, I maybe at the same time, I doubt it because it's a system menu thing. But who knows? Maybe the I've not messed messed with it enough to that extent but there is potential um but yeah uh they said that what was the quote here video game companies like sony and microsoft spend years planning their next generation machines the moment one machine is out the door they're sketching out what the next one will look like even if it won't ship for another decade Sony's big plans for PlayStation five were in motion long before the hardware showed up people's doors and that included its ambitious ideas, for the PS five interface, such as activities that I wrote about last week where people can instantly jump around to different game quests by sorting through a menu. So yeah. So, um, makes sense. Um, I doubt, I mean, you could technically use it in multiplayer too. I think for some games they showed a preview of the UI that, you know, you can directly jump to playlists. I think even with Call of Duty Cold War, you can like jump to a direct playlist from the menu as well, which is, you know, pretty dope all around. So hopefully it sticks in terms of the activity specifically. But I I mean, I think anybody could tell you that's uh, at least remotely deep into games that single player games aren't going anywhere. There's, Obviously, immense value in that, and uh, you know, um, stories to be told and exper- experienced <laughs> in that that regard. So, yeah, interesting, interesting topic though that at least struck my interest to uh, kind of have a little, little finagle, fin- <laughs> finagle. Yeah, well, you know, I'm gonna stick with it. Finagle, um, man, in like. This this damn juggernaut that doesn't stop. use uh Kratos. Boy um, is uh, apparently now available in Fortnite. As if you know, you need any more reason to play Fortnite. Which I mean, uh, my my biggest gripe with Fortnite if 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 they just had a mode that didn't have building, I will probably play it. But because it the game is so freaking contention on building and like, you know, doing all these mouse moves to to build at like freaking five five million seconds. That will probably that doesn't add up, but you know, in like point zero five milliseconds, I'm not a fan. But looks cool. We got 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 uh the infamous hammer or nah. <laughs> hammer. Oh <laughs> uh, that. That could potentially be in the next one though. That'd be pretty dope. Um the infamous at Levi I think it's called the Leviathan Axe or Frost Axe. Bifrost Axe. Either way. The infamous axe uh for Kratos and Shield, uh, as well as uh I forgot his name. I wanna say Perseus, but I know it's wrong. The headless dude that uh basically is your partner in crime, well outside of uh atreus so yeah interested stuff so i guess this is getting in a weird territory now they're like adding playstation exclusive characters but then uh with that in mind uh xbox was like hold on wait a minute uh but this i guess is technically rumored uh still but they showed uh There's a leak online that's showing Master Chief as a a Fortnite character with his Pelican. I guess that would be his little parachute thing. Um, And then the uh, Gravity Hammer, which is obviously pretty iconic since Halo 3. Um, Which totally makes sense, if true. But, I mean, then what is Nintendo going to do? But I guess I I was hearing rumors online that uh, for Nintendo that uh, Samus might potentially be the the mascot character for for that but I'm very curious uh, if if all this is true well at least we know for sure uh, Kratos is true but um, like will I see Kratos in when I'm playing the Xbox version of Fortnite will I see Master Chief on when I'm playing the PlayStation version of Fortnite and I come across a character you know how will that work? Cause I don't know. I feel like at least with my experience with crossplay so far, at least um, probably the most recent that comes to mind is uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops and uh, Modern Warfare. Where you know, it, <laughs> something about it is just really petty to me. But like when you're in the matchmaking, it'll it will show if somebody's playing on PC but if it's if it's somebody on PlayStation it of course <laughs> which is kind of petty when you think about it if it's somebody on PlayStation it doesn't show a PlayStation you know a PlayStation logo like you would see if you were on the PlayStation it shows like a a general like TV screen or monitor it's like all right okay i mean if y'all want to be petty sure i mean just I guess I get it where it's like, you know, you don't want to wanna promote the, the other console, you know, where all of us are clearly aware of the other console and you know Yeah, I I get it. It's it's still petty, but I get it. <laughs> it's like just show the icon. Like is it really that big a deal? But alright. Okay, I guess if it's you know. Uh just petty man. Petty Pet. E. Uh, I, I get it, but at the same time, it's still petty. I'm just saying, it's like you know, y'all, you know, Sony and PlayStation always, you know, talking to each other. Hey man, congrats on your launch. Hey man, no, congrats on your launch, man. We're in this together. But then, you know, uh, cross play, which is was which, which was even a which was already a hill that was tough to to climb to, you know, uh, for us to get to uh, currently now. But now it's like, um, you know what? No. Yeah, no. No, that I, PlayStation icons, no. We don't show that on our console. Our games, games that are on our console. It is it is what it is. And then what even makes it weird is that, yeah, you know, Sony is is partnering with 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 Microsoft for this the cloud streaming stuff. You know, I mean, it's it is what it is. I, it's just it's just one thing. I just I, it's just I just just show, just showed a little Ike just a little dingy icon. That's all you got. Is it really going to is it really going to kill your sales if you do that? I get. Um, let me stop. I've ranted enough about that, but, you know, hopefully maybe at some point things will not be as I don't know. I actually really don't know. Now, but either way, yeah. So, uh, getting slightly off topic well, not off topic, but off, I don't know, on a media front, uh, out of nowhere, uh, Warner Brothers uh, announced that it will release its entire 2021 slate of films on HBO Max the same day as they hit theaters. Uh so this includes the Dune Matrix 4 which that is of alley, Mortal Kombat for sure uh Godzilla versus Kong Suicide Squad Tom and Jerry and many more. So this is pretty big. Um in the I guess in the front that it's um I think considered to be very taboo to like um or I don't know, I would assume maybe devalues a movie to release it digitally uh, at the same time as it goes in theaters, which it's kind of been uh, an exception in a couple cases, you know, uh, pre-COVID, but uh, it's, I think some people, I understand a lot of aspects of this where, you know, uh, a lot of people who are, you know, fans of the movie experience (laughs) going to the theaters, which is obviously not, pretty unfeasible uh, considering uh, this unprecedented pandemic we're in. But uh, I think the fact that the fact that, um you know, this could be a threat to like the movie industry or the theater industry more the exact that, you know, it could basically put this on the wayside and then, you know, theaters will be out of business completely. And, you know, More theaters, basically. If you want to watch a new movie, you have to, I guess, you know, in this case, when it come out on HBO Max, you know. So, yeah, it's very, it's surprising for sure. Because I, you know, some some of these movies been, you know, kind of, um, trickling here and there, or I think they have been doing the model of both theater and, uh, digitally, uh, for a lot of stuff. So, it's crazy, man. That's uh. Super surreal, you know. Never thought I'd see the day, but I mean, at the same time, I don't think we we did not see the day that uh this uh this disease virus uh separating a nation as a whole, you know. But I digress. of that, that concludes all the news for this week slash I guess I guess basically last week, but. Put it, put it together like an ice cream sandwich, you know you uh wanna wait like a minute so it get like soft and you eat it. you know that's what it was. That's exactly what it was, you know uh, uh yeah, so what I've been playing uh we forgot <laughs> we got like two weeks of stuff to kind of collect, but I'll uh try to truncate as much as I can uh devil may cry five special edition. Now I'm motivated. <laughs> I forgot I said that. Now I'm motivated. <laughs> That's my version of Virgil. <laughs> oh man, I I got to do it. Sometimes uh, one of these uh Halloween's is <laughs> one of these Halloween's is yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. One of these one of <laughs> one of these Halloween's is uh I got to be I got to be Virgil and then I got, you know, got the katana, I got the white hair, probably just make Dye my hair white. No. I mean, you know, put the whatever you how you make your hair look weird, I don't know. And then, you know <laughs> that's my that's my line. Now I'm motivated. <laughs> uh I gotta <laughs> now, now I'm motivated. motivated. <laughs> it's just the most least intimidating <laughs> I'm about to fight Don. <laughs> About to fight Dante and <laughs> I unseat my sword. Now I'm oh, motivated. <laughs> motivated. Oh man. Uh, oh my god. That is rich. <laughs> now I'm oh, motivated. motivated. <laughs> then I had to hesitate. <laughs> I was hesitant in that. I'm like, I'm not sure if I want to fight Dante, yo. <laughs> now oh, I'm motivated. <laughs> oh, uh, all right, let me stop. <laughs> Oh man, that is killing me. <laughs> All right. oh, let me get my cheeks. <laughs> oh, my cheeks hurt. Um, Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. Um, it's great. Uh, uh Virgil is pretty dope. Uh, his moveset is pretty awesome. Um, thank, thank you, Capcom, for having freaking Virgil unlocked uh initially, you know devil may Cry three special edition, I think and four uh you had to actually beat the game once with uh Nero you know Nero Dante for four and um you know Dante and three, so you had to freaking play the game literally all over again uh and then to play the game all over again again uh with Virgil, which was annoying and irritating um but at least thankfully uh for uh five uh he is unlocked at the start so thank you capcom because i mean clearly you know people (laughs) which is kind of it was when you think about it's very counterintuitive because people who people who um people who probably get this at least for sure initially if anything are people who played the original and just wanted to play Virgil. So, you know, this felt kind of counterintuitive and, you know, just inconvenient <laughs> to like, oh yeah, thanks for buying our game. All right, play our game again and then unlock Virgil. All right, go on, go go on. So, thank you Capcom and uh, Itsuno, thank you so much. Uh, so, that is what I did. I played as Virgil, uh, he is awesome. Uh, he has pretty much the same weapons as uh, the previous games, but they're definitely more realized. They're definitely reworked. Uh, you definitely have way more flexibility. Uh, I guess I don't really remember four as much in terms of his moveset capabilities, but I don't know. For five, it definitely feels like he's way more capable. He has a lot more options. You can you can be way more flexible with the uh all your moves and combos to get that smoking six sexy style that's that's quadruple s that's not a game, but you know what hey Capcom i gave i'm giving you ideas right here super smoking sick sexy s- suck <laughs> sucking <laughs> suck it <laughs> it's like what all right super smoke gotta i gotta do it I gotta do it. Su- super, smokin super smoking sick sexy smoking sexy, sexy style. Sexy style. Oh, that's kind of dope. Uh, I'm gonna have to do that again. I'm sorry. Super smoking smokin six smokin sexy sexy sucky, 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 sex sucky sexy sexy, sexy style. style. It's so good that he keeps like you know you gotta stutter cause it's like so good. Super s- super smoking smokin six sexy, sexy sucking 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 style. Suck suck ah. Suck suck I mean, Capcom. If you need a voice voice announcer for the next Devil May Cry, you know, hit your boy up. Um, a switch TV at gmail dot com. I'm just, I'm just put that out there. Just put that biscuit out there for you, if you want it. You gotta wait. I mean, you gotta get it quick though. It's gonna get hard. It's gonna get stale. But I digress. Uh, but yeah, he his move set is pretty dope. He has the Beowulf. um, Yamato and I think the Force Edge. Um all are pretty unique and pretty dope and you know you can, you know, get crazy with it and switch styles. Of course, you know, um Virgil is a man of taste, so he does not mess with guns, but he, you know, has little sword arrows. <laughs> sword arrows. <laughs> that's does not make sense. Little swords that he shoots out. And you know, you can upgrade the the tiers and get different um different flexibilities, uh, with using those, uh, in different ways and, you know, like where you can charge it and like shoot like six at once. And I think there's one like that keeps them in place. If you like, you know, launch midair and stuff like that. So it's a lot of dope flexibility and you can get real creative with combos, which is again, the, the the biggest reason why I always love and appreciate double Cry is just like the flexibility of combos. And then, you know, um, I guess just that the flexibility of of the combos and, and the stylishness of it, and you know the animations. Dante like saying "woo," you know, when he's when he's you know, that's with some nunchucks. "Woo," that's what he does, you know. When he uh when he's beating your ass, like how you gonna take that? You can your ass beat by Dante while he's saying "woo." Like, well, you know, hey, he's good. He's half demon, half man. So suck it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I mean, uh, play, play through it, fully beat it with Virgil. Um, still the gripe that I've always had with hmm, Virgil in these is that they don't, he's, uh, he's more like a DLC character. Like, like, like think of like Tekken where with all the DLC characters where they're in the game, but they don't have a story at all. I don't even think they even have like if you beat it on arcade. I don't even think they have a ending. Yeah, I believe they don't even have an ending for the the DLC characters. I believe so. That's the only gripe I really have with uh it so far is that you can't um they didn't implement him in the story more like they gave you uh they give you the initial uh story of how you know Virgil you know, got his Yamato back and stuff, but, you know, which we already knew if you played the original, but they gave a slightly different perspective, but, you know, that that was pretty much it. And then, you know, it's the weird thing where he's like, technically, if you know the story, fighting himself like uh, three times. And I guess the truncated version of, you know, playing as Virgil, uh, where, you know, you don't have to deal with switching characters and playing different characters and stuff like that. It gets a little weird where, yeah, it's like you're literally fighting yourself like four times, <laughs> which is like, it made me realize, I'm like, I didn't realize that's how many times you actually fight, uh, what's his name? But I don't know if it's maybe because they're for Virgil's campaign, they like truncate all the campaigns into one and just, you know, just have Virgil just go through everything because, uh, that's what it feels like. It just feels like a DLC character, not necessarily like, uh. I guess fully realized, implemented character, which I I personally would have liked to, you know, have a couple cutscenes here and there in the same manner as like a uh, Nero and Dante. Um, so that's probably the really only big disappointment. I guess also I don't. I'm pretty certain it's the case that uh, you know, they didn't add a uh, Trish or Lady, which were in um of May Cry Four. Uh, special edition, so that's a little disappointing. Who knows? Maybe they might add them as DLC characters, but that would be kind of messed up if they're not, you know, in the special edition. But you have to buy them additionally to the special edition. Um, but you know, and, you know, of course, my baby Nico, she just didn't, you know, they didn't want to give her any playtime, give her any cool, you know, make her a character yet. But who knows? There may be still time. Uh, but I mean. I guess that's even more concerning because I know they said that Devil May Cry is gonna like this is gonna be the last Devil May Cry for a while that they're not even gonna make an, another Devil May Cry in a long time at least according to those um Capcom leaks in terms of their like release slate um which is disappointing because I mean I felt like this one did pretty good in general at least from what I what I heard but who knows. All in all, the make Cry 5 Special Edition, pretty great. Also has the dope, um, you get the, you know, if you have for PS5 uh, Series X, you get the 120 FPS modes, which um, are pretty dope. It's smooth, that that boy's smooth. You also get the turbo mode, of course, which has been a tradition since 3 as well. I haven't messed with that yet, but, you know, basically get the gist. It's just faster. You have to react faster do combos differently stuff like that so all in all it is great Virgil was great you know Virgil was great now I'm motivated that's right now Now I'm motivated motivated. (laughs) that's gonna get me every time (laughs) Uh, uh, then after that um, Call of Duty Cold War uh, multiplayer specifically uh, it was double XP weekend, double, double weapon and double traditional uh, XP over the weekend. And, um, was messing with that, um, getting my rank up, ranking up to the max. And, uh, I did do that. Um, also the Nuketown 20, or I, I guess they just call it Nuketown. I guess that was only for Black Ops 2, the futuristic one. But uh, uh, Nuketown came out as well. So played a lot of Nuketown. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. Compared to Modern Warfare, I feel like I still like Modern Warfare more um, as a whole. Uh, It's just something I can't put my finger on that. uh, At least I don't see myself playing as much as uh, Modern Warfare. That makes sense that. I don't know, just the flow of the game just the changes they made or at least the the differences in this compared to minor warfare i feel like i still gravitate towards minor warfare graphically uh gameplay wise um weapons and stuff like that so yeah i don't know i messed with pretty much i dabbled in everything i you know play with all the maps uh um as well as the the you know uh new town played the one weird uh which seems like a primer for war zone kind of i forgot what it's called it's called i think hyper bomb dirty bomb yeah dirty bomb something where it's like it's a huge map you jump on and you have to arm bombs and you whoever arms the bombs wins i guess ultimately they were the most um it felt definitely you got hella um um war zone vibes but in Black Ops own way, kind of like, you know, it had pretty much all the engine implementations where, you know, you uh, when you're down, you crawl, uh, you parachute in when you, after you die and stuff like that. So. It's fine. I don't know, I think maybe after some tweaking, some updates, patches, maybe I'll like it more, but I don't know, just graphically, I don't know, I don't know, it just doesn't. It feel like it's doing it for me. I don't know. And then the time to kill seems like higher in Modern Warfare, which I guess in some respects maybe it's just because I'm playing so much Modern Warfare that uh not lately, but have have been for the past year that I'm just so used to and acclimated to that. And then like I don't know, shots I feel are not going like I want them to. The gun tweaking is 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 weird. I don't know. We'll see. I'll give it another chance, maybe when uh the next update comes out or the next season, see how much I like it, but I don't know. It's not looking good for Cold War. Uh but now it's like I feel like I'm incentivized to play with uh play uh Modern Warfare now that they actually are implementing it technically with Cold War if you, you know, are in my boat and don't really uh aren't digging Cold War that much. So My impressions is somebody who, um, you know. Played it uh, until I reached technically max rank 55, but now they implemented the the prestige kind of thing where, you, you know, after you're done with the season, technically you can, you know, get extra tokens and stuff for merit and all that, which I don't know. Maybe if it was Modern Warfare, I might I would probably still try to do that. But I mean. Well, considering like you know single player games coming out, and like you know Cyberpunk, that's gonna like, I'm literally just gonna just gonna sur- sur- surround myself in. I don't, I don't know. Moving on, uh, Gears Five, uh, also put a lot of time into Gears Five, uh, with the Operation I think Five update that came out. That came with a couple, three maps, three four maps, I think Clock Tower, Gritlock, River. Uh, Nexus and some other one, I think, uh, but man, oh my God. Uh, playing gridlock again, yet again, (laughs) uh, felt good, man. Uh, you just know all the, knowing all the tactics from like back in 2006. Uh, it's nothing greater than that, man. I was actually playing way longer than I should have just to like try to play the new maps. Which some of them uh didn't uh, pop up, so I was like, you know what, let me just let me just uh play a bot session just to get a feel for the maps I wasn't able to play in my like long ass long ass session of uh, playing gears. But man, feels good. Gears feels good now, man. Uh, especially now one one hundred and twenty FPS. It's great. It's good, you know. And then uh uh I think uh, what's always been um, what what's the word like? Not disappointing, but uh, underrated is uh the customizable executions. Like they're get they're adding a lot of they added a lot of dope stuff in terms of executions in that game. Like freaking rip somebody's head off and like punt it. You can like do uh, you know, the wrestling moves where you like do a power driver and then you know decapitate some and stuff like that. So. It's pretty dope. I recommend if you're a Gears fan, maybe been a w- away for a while, I uh, highly recommend you uh, you know, give it another shot now, uh, with everything cause, uh it is great. Gears has always been good. Um I've just been dormant with Modern Warfare and taking up time. Generally I'll probably allocate to other games, but you know. Now that the season is uh ending, well, Still won't, but I'm glad I got a good hardcore session in uh recently. So then weirdly enough, like the original Titanfall. Uh because uh with Game Pass, uh with EA EA games are now added to Game Pass. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me mess with Titanfall, see how that game's doing. And uh yeah, man. That game is great, actually like people are still playing, which is one weird thing I like to do, is like, you know, a multiplayer game I used to play a lot. I generally like to, you know, you know, if it's a previous console generation, well, however long it's been, I'm like, you know what? Let me let me see if people playing. Let me see if we let me see if people playing. Let, let me see. Let me try to get a match in. <laughs> and, uh, and that actually was the case. I played like a legit like five games. I think of uh of Titanfall. And man, that game is freaking addicting. I, I forgot how good uh Titanfall was. Uh, you know, back when it came out. Um, it is really good. It is really good. I'd arguably uh say I even uh at least at least that session uh played it like longer than Titanfall two. Um which um is sad because I think <laughs> a lot of people didn't play Titanfall two. I mean I played it, I played the campaign as well, of course, but yeah. It's just something to, something about the original Titanfall I think I like more with just the personality the whole dynamic of escaping out. I'm not sure a lot of the stuff made it into Titanfall 2, like the, you know, the, the escaping uh, after you lose to kind of get like a, some, some uh, payback for losing against the team, which is, I always thought was a really dope dynamic where it's like, ah, crap, we lost. I ah, well, well, I'm gonna try to get away though. I'm trying to try to get my last, uh, uh, last licks in, if you will, to just kind of get that. I don't know. That umph against them for you know, uh, winning against you, which I always found was a pretty, very underrated aspect that isn't in a lot of multiplayer games. That uh, is unfortunate, but you know, hey, it is what it is. But uh, man, I don't know. I might have to, might uh, might have to put Titanfall back in my rotation. It's funny. You see, <laughs> what's really funny is you saw a lot of Gundam, <laughs> Gundam name name tags in the game. Uh, I was playing with, which is you know makes sense at the same time, but I just I forgot about that that fact that you know that's the biggest appeal of this game is the you know Titans. So yeah, that was really good. Probably the biggest game I'm playing recently is Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, probably maybe thirty forty hours in I think um been, I've been like putting time in this game man and <laughs> the funny part is like all I've been doing is like legit side stuff have not even really been playing uh, uh the main stuff I'm on chapter 5 currently um I think I got most pretty much all the main party members I'm not sure how the party members work I got one one party member from a side uh mini game um but I'm assuming there is more. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming I'm probably in the same respect that there you get them from sub stories and side stuff. But who knows? But thoroughly enjoying the side stories, sub stories um, and the mini games. Ugh, man. It's like they don't miss. It's like every Yakuza, like all the mini games are pretty much good. Maybe the, the, the older ones are a little suggestive and, you know, more arbitrary. But at least for Yakuza like a Dragon Man, Ugh. some some of the best mini games I played. You know a mini game is good when you would like legitimately play it on its own, or you're playing it somewhat more than the actual game itself. Um, you know, outside of doing the completion for that mini game, whatever requirement that is. But just just let me let me give you a preview of some of these dope mini games. You've probably seen them in some of the trailers and stuff, but. It's a pretty cool one at uh, Seagull Cinema, where it's basically <laughs> it's kind of funny and pretty more than likely realistic. But you go to a theater uh, at Seagull Cinema and um, you're basically, you know, watching all these movies and you're the mini game is you're trying not to fall asleep <laughs> watching the movie. So you're basically doing all these button prompts to, uh, you know, get rid of the sheep that Will make you sleepy, uh, and then you, you know, have the caveat as well of these uh chickens that uh give you more health technically to stay up, uh, that'll wake you up. But if you hit the button, if they pop up, then they actually hurt you. So it's then there's that dynamic. It generally comes down to memorization, of uh, especially when it comes to the harder ones where <laughs> they actually like <laughs> the movie they're watching is like a historical movie, it's like, oh, this is gonna be tough. <laughs> and, Oh is it, oh this is going to be a love movie. Oh boy. Oh, let me try to let me try to stay up. But uh you know, they you could definitely see a lot of satire of uh uh R media uh, in terms of uh, in the US like I think they have like a RoboChef which I think is more than likely a satire of RoboCop. They had I think a 50 shades of gray reference uh movie uh Home Alone movie it was called like Office Alone and it's like an employee stuck in the office with like a spy or something. Uh, It it gets kooky, but it's, it's definitely good fun. Um, They also have a dragon cart, dragon cart technically came back, but it's not as freaking annoying and just, just artificially arbitrary where, you know, like at least the previous one in Yakuza, I think Kwame as well as zero where you had to like really, Like it was unnecessarily complicated where you had to really, you know, really do a lot of experimentation and messing around with like uh, builds of uh, mini carts, Um, which at least uh, it it just was annoying. It, It wasn't really as fun. It was just annoying to try and figure out what you actually need to beat somebody. It wasn't really clearly stated. You had to do it just it just artificially bloated um, play time I felt like it could have been way more streamlined refined and just saying like hey this is what you need to beat so and so and you know beat this race this is all you need to do just pay this money to get this and you know be about your business which pretty much is what Dragon Kart is on in this one it's uh more active so it's not like you're watching uh, cars going to track now it's like legit like Mario Kart but Yakuza which is I think I, I definitely like more um, where, you know, you get pickups and, you know, you can, uh, shoot rockets and pretty much similar, uh, power-ups, uh, to Mario Kart, more or less, you know, with a Yakuza spin on it. But, um, yeah, uh, been enjoying that. I think I'm towards the end, but I think I have to, you know, I think a lot of these, these side mini games generally give you a cap where you have to progress the main story, which, you know, you know, a mini game is good where you are just like, oh damn man, I just wanted to complete it. Um, so, but probably the biggest, most awesome mini game I have played, I'd have to say so far, uh, maybe of, 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 of the entire Yakuza series, arguably, maybe is, um, the business management mini game. I did not, I was not expecting to be fully engrossed. Uh, as much as I was with that, but man, that game is fun and addicting. It's just some weird. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is what um, uh, Madden, uh, basketball uh players, basketball video game players like Two K Twenty One and Madden. Maybe get uh, in terms like you know. I know there is some RPG elements of that where you know you uh gotta adjust your prices uh like if you you know. If your team's doing really good, you uh increase the prices of tickets and stuff like that. I, th- I believe I'm pretty sure there's like some management stuff in that. But for Yakuza, this business mini game is fucking great. I have to say that. um, Man, so basically the gist of it is that you start off with this business. It's like uh, it comes in the story where it's this business and they give you a brief tutorial and then you start playing it. And, um, uh, you actually progress, you, uh, get employees and then you have to deal with the kind of, um, struggle of, uh, you know, debating on, uh, what employees you want to employ. Uh, if an employee is good enough, do you want to replace them? And then you have to lay them off. And then there's the, there's the matter of keeping the employees in good spirits. So there's a whole factor of like, after you do a session, which I guess it basically, as you it does a mini game of where it uh shows a timeline of how much money you're making and then how much money you're going out of the negative to like um pay off like you know the 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 negative in terms of uh the cost it uh keep uh it the cost to upkeep the store and basically. It, it, it gets real complicated, but interesting at the same time. So I'm not doing it justice explaining it, but, um, it basically, uh, will get to a point where, you know, you go to this timeline and you, you know, make as much money as you can. Uh, and then when it reaches a certain point, it'll tell, you know, you got, you made this much money or whatever. So after you do that, uh, you, you do a loop of that where, you know, you, um, uh, Take care of your employees, then start business, and then after you, the business cycle is over. Uh, I, I think there's like it's generally four or five cycles. Uh, and then inside of that, there's like these random uh instances after each uh business making money making session where you know, um, some employees will ask like, "Hey, I want to raise," and then you like to pay. Uh, I don't know if I really want to keep this person for that much money, and then you can lay them off and stuff like that. Uh, very random stuff like people want um, or asking for an investment in their company. Sometimes more often than not, for me, at least it always fails. But in some cases, rare cases, it actually is a big, big ass payoff. It was like one company that asked me, Hey, you want to make, uh, if you give me $10,000, I can uh, flip that into $80,000 that this company uh, does, Uh, you know, gets up off the ground. And at least in that rare instance, it actually did, uh workout and i like got like a cool eighty eighty million 80 million yen so you know um yeah stuff like that it's pretty dope um uh there's like these uh periods where you're promoting they'll ask you if you want to promote uh do some marketing or whatever and in those periods you'll get like a surplus of money you actually make way more than uh, you normally would so it, it's, it's all of that that in, uh goes in there and then as well Uh, After these periods, I think there's like four periods. uh, You get this. What is this? What is it called? Like a uh, shareholder meeting where you basically (laughs) it's a pretty dope mini game, a mini game within a mini game where you have to uh, convince these shareholders like, uh, yeah, everything is good. uh, Don't worry about it. uh, But it gets real like uh, interesting with the. Uh, it's like a rock, paper, scissors thing, like Pokemon kind of, where it's like, you know, uh, red beats, red beats blue, no red beats green, but blue beats red. So it's that whole dynamic where you have to, uh, basically (laughs) you convince people. Uh, so it's like people have a certain amount of health. Technically they call it persuasiveness and you have to basically convince them to, um, you know uh, that everything's good with the company that you don't want to back out, blah, blah, blah. Um But yeah, I don't know. You have to really experience it, but it's, it's pretty awesome. It's probably, yeah, I have to say it's probably one of the best mini games that, uh, in, in the history of Yakuza for sure. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's probably safe to say. Um, it, I just was very engaged, very, uh, very, yeah, thoroughly engaged. Uh, it had, it has this, you know, Yakuza uh typical like plot of you know there's like five you know big heads that you know uh when you get to certain thresholds in terms of progressing in the mini game that uh you face the off with them and stuff like that so uh it's pretty dope I don't know uh the cabaret the cabaret club from Yakuza 0 was really good too so and uh Kuami 2 was really good as well so I don't know it's very much up there for sure um yeah, I don't know. Kind of reflecting back, they're all really good. It's definitely up there, at least top five for sure, in terms of mini games. Uh, but man, highly recommend it. I think I think uh if you're playing Yakuza just to critical path it, I think you're doing a huge injustice because I think a lot of the appeal and charm with Yakuza is definitely the side stuff and side stories. I think that I'll always say that with pretty much every Yakuza game, but this one, I think it's even more important because I think uh, I believe I heard in like the end game stuff, which I've I've obviously not gotten to yet. It gets really, it's like some difficulty, some huge difficulty curve uh, that happens uh, with, you know, when playing. So it is only beneficial to uh, do a lot of the side stuff to get powerful weapons and upgrade yourself and all that stuff so yeah um so clearly i've i'm thoroughly <laughs> i'm thoroughly enjoying yakuza it is it is pretty great i highly recommend it and um yeah i mean after even still after playing it and loving it i still wish it was a beat-em-up i am still uh i it don't get me wrong the uh the combat is fine um they do try to at least Implement some active stuff into it uh, where, you know, like if you're getting attacked, you can do a perfect guard where if you hit B at the right time, you can reduce the damage you uh, generally would take otherwise, which is is, is, is is it helps. And then some of the uh, attacks you can, uh, you know, tap X to, you know, make it more powerful, hit X, at, uh, hit Y at the right time to add more damage and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, they're trying, but at the same time, it's like it just still won't compare to a, like beating them, beat them up in terms of like, you know, uh, doing a doing a Komaki Tiger drop at the right time multiple times and like obliterating a boss in like five seconds just by perfectly timing and parrying, which is that is my shit. But you know what? Hey, it is what it is. You could tell at least that, uh, you know, negotiating team, um, uh the team Ryuga gotoku studios are 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 enjoying enjoyed making this game obviously there's a lot of uh dragon quest references which at least i've never played so that's (laughs) kind of goes over my head but i i understand it to some extent like okay i guess that must be in dragon quest so which is kind of interesting because uh i think dragon quest uh 11 definitive edition just came on game pass so (laughs) Wonder if there was a was some kind of intentional uh, some intention there. I don't know, because it's Dragon Quest with no, they're a Square Enix, right? I think it's yeah. I don't even think they're related to Sega technically. So either way, yeah. So yeah, Yakuza is great as always. I mean, I I I do enjoy Yakuza when it's a beat 'em up, but I mean the thing that always kept me engaged with yakuza throughout is the side quest mini stuff uh you know even for the the older older games too so yeah i mean even though i really wish it was a beat-em-up i still thoroughly enjoy it um you know as it is but uh that's uh that's a big concern man because i mean you know considering uh with the game awards it got a, a nomination for uh Best RPG as well, so that's huge. That's the first time. Um, so I don't know, man. I'm very, very concerned. I feel like now they're gonna go the beat 'em up route. I mean, the RPG route now uh, with Yakuza, which is very unfortunate as a fan of the be- original beat 'em up version. Uh, but if they if they compromise, if they like do you know traditional RPG, well if they do a RPG with the mainline Yakuza now, if they at least like you know make a judgment the way it is as a beat 'em up or you know do some other spin off and keep keep that beat 'em up, um, genre going, I, that would be okay. That would be a reasonable um compromise, but. I don't know if they if otherwise they just I don't know do something else where you know they just <laughs> totally neglect beat them up the beat them up yakuza now that's going to be real depressing at least for me as a you know yet another beat them up falling to the wayside unfortunately hopefully that's not the case but we'll see But yeah yakuza is great you should play it if you're a fan of JRPGs and you know Japanese culture and stuff like that, so yeah, uh, moving on to media, uh, Mandalorian, uh, man, uh, caught up, I think, was I behind two episodes? Either way, I caught up, uh, man, this last episode, whoo boy, if you uh watched uh, Star Wars, Clone Wars, or uh, I forgot the other one, the animated ones. Uh, boy are you in for a fan service biscuit of goodness that got jelly with the good with the with the good stuff <laughs> um cuz man boy fan service if 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 fan service was a thing Mandalorian served it and as someone who didn't even watch the animated stuff i i recognize the character i mean okay i think it's even if you on Twitter, it's probably been spoiled. But spoilers for the Mandalorian, I think episode five, I believe. Um, they just off the bat, just the episode started. They're like, you know what, we ain't gonna build you up. We are just gonna put you into it right now. And uh so Katano, they just straight up just showed, you know, she's she's there. And she you know, she she on that ninja stuff, she like disappearing and her lightsaber zoom just comes out and then zwoom she's coming. She's like a ninja, but, but Jedi like, which is dope. So that was cool. Um, pretty much that was the focus. She was the focus of this episode for sure. Uh, we did find out the name of, uh, <laughs> baby Yoda who is now, who will now only be named as, uh, referred to as Groku, which, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say nobody's going <laughs> to call him Groku. He will still be baby Yoda in everybody's eyes. <laughs> But it is good to at least have a for sure name to have him referred to as. But I think everybody ignorant, non ignorant are still going to call him Baby Yoda. I think that's pretty safe. I don't think uh, maybe it'll grow on everybody, but I don't know. Groku. I don't I don't know. That sounds too similar to Goku. I don't know that that doesn't sit right with me at all. But, you know, I digress. So, um, Yeah but pretty good. I'm very interested what the next episode is going to be. Apparently, I think the next episode, they said baby Yoda. <laughs> See, I don't even, I just instantly baby Yoda will, they're going to, he has to go to a shrine for, I think all the Jedis where he will determine if he wants to be uh, a Jedi or something like that, where basically because he's so attached to uh, the Mandalorian that they're, um, they are. Um, Sakatano doesn't want to train Yoda yet until they determine that or something like that. Generally, uh, I, I freaking forgot even freaking Mandalorian is in Fortnite. Oh, my God. This game, <laughs> Fortnite is like Smash Brothers. <laughs> when you think about it, <laughs> Just all these random characters, what you got John Wick, John Wick, freaking all of the Marvel's Avengers. Uh, freaking, uh, well, I guess now Mandalorian, Kratos, Master Chief, supposedly, it may potentially Samus and, you know, all these various other, you know, tie-ins and character. fucking, fucking Travis Scott, Travis Scott shooting, uh, shooting up against the fucking Kratos. This is, that is just weird to me. I don't, I mean, you know, Hey, it it's Fortnite, I guess, you know. I, I guess a I, uh, part of me is kind of frustrated because I wish the game was more accessible to somebody like me where it isn't just building, which annoys me. But either way, that was a tangent. But nonetheless, Mandalorian is getting pretty good. I'm, I'm glad I'm, wa- I'm, I'm watching it. It's paying off. It's paying off. Uh, then, uh, man, Fresh Prince Reunion uh, on HBO Max. Uh, I caught that. And man, that is uh freaking great, man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I think I talked about it on Twitter when I watched it, but you know what? Them tears came out came out hard. I was crying. I mean, it was it was it was emotional, man. Just well, it was a lot of emotional moments in that in that reunion, but just well, seeing everybody come together was great. But you know, also remembering, reflecting on like, uh, you know, the impact that uh, James Avery AKA uncle Phil, uh, made a made to everybody, you know, just as an actor, like o- outside of the, uh, show. Damn that just, that got to me that struck a strong ass chord. Um, and then of course the, um, <laughs> the aunt Viv's reunions. So, um, actually, uh, will making up with, uh, the original aunt Viv, um, that was that. Yeah, that was it. Was something very impactful about that? That just you know them actually burying the hatchet now. Now they're also all on good terms, which uh yeah, that got me too. I ain't gonna lie to you I mean, hey, I mean I'm a man, but I cry if I need to. I just gotta let it out. You can't be you know just all you know. Oh, I'm so hard. Oh, uh, gangster. You know that's <laughs> that's me seventy five percent of the time. But you know that twenty five percent. Hey. It's okay to be emotional. You gotta let it out. You can not bottle it up. Cause what's gonna happen? It's gonna pop. You know? It's not like not the good pop like soda, but you know. <laughs> but I digress. Um, it's really good. If you're a fan of uh Fresh Prince, I highly recommend it. Uh definitely a wonderful uh reunion to kind of summarize a lot of the highlights of the show, what made the show as great as it is, a lot of insight into that. Um it's really good, man somebody who grew up to the fresh prince it, it definitely yeah it struck a chord with me just like you know how influential and um what's the word like inspiring as somebody you know a black kid growing up and you know seeing a very a very positive uh you know role model role models in terms of all the characters you know of course they have their faults and stuff but just to see a uh, positive uh, generally positive you know black people in a uh show like um similar to the uh, the cosby show well you know i mean considering things that have happened since but uh yeah man that was a it was a wonderful show hilarious a lot of funny moments um yeah so for me it was it was it was a soft spot for sure that uh yeah it was just crazy just to kind of reflect back on the show and like all the funny episodes and characters and uh man. It's really good. Highly recommended if you are a fan of the Fresh Prince or watched uh enjoyed the shows and then back back in the day. Um also uh Shinji Mikami, uh the man, uh Arch Peel, uh he released the second uh interview that basically uh talks about like after capcom after shinji left capcom the projects he's made uh, i think they talk about um shadows of the damned uh the the the, the glorious god hand i loved that shit so uh, it was very insightful to see how how the development process was for god hand it seemed like they did they made that game fairly quick and to 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 see how great that game is and replayable that game is it's pretty fascinating to, See how much uh they can work something that that I'd say personally perfect um you know I guess against IGN's <laughs> 6.0 review of the game I think man they I think they scored it lower but either way pretty dope interview if you're in a Resident Evil fan of Shinji Mikami's work and stuff like that staying in that realm uh somebody who's a fan of a uh, Yakuza Atashi uh, Hero Negoshi. Uh, also, uh, Arch Pio interviewed him. Uh, they basically, you know, went through the history of Yakuza in terms of the whole, you know, uh, beginnings of Yakuza and how that, how it uh, actually got off the ground, which is pretty, pretty insightful. There's a lot of stuff I didn't know in terms of like how the scale was bigger, but they actually narrowed it down. Uh, they actually, uh, were trying to appeal the women, <laughs> but they was like, you know what, we'll just appeal the to uh men and even older men at that i think demographically they also like wanted to appeal to uh older men which was interesting which uh at least now now that i'm older it, it makes sense but even as a younger kid i thoroughly enjoyed it as well so um and of course uh uh anime wise, uh some friends' recommendations. I'm I mess with haiku. Uh watch the first episode. It's a volley I guess it's apparently the slam dunk of volleyball, if that makes sense. So uh watch the first episode. I'm 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 lukewarm, at least initially, but I'm definitely planning to give it a chance and uh see what develops there. Um
1: Hunter Hunter,
0: uh watched the first episode of that. Uh curious to see what develops for that probably more interested in 100 hunter currently but uh definitely plan to give both a chance a shot see what happens in Phillips but <laughs> probably recently uh f- just on a whim I guess uh Hulu had a special where you uh it's two dollars for a whole year well two dollars a year to watch uh, Hulu but I feel like I'm kind I was kind of duped now thinking about it because Hulu uh this I guess the Hulu basic is basically Hulu, but you get ads, which is like defeats the whole purpose. But then I guess apparently now there's a Hulu with no ads. So it's like, what? Either way. I was like, you know what? I've been missing family guy for a while. I've been very dormant. I haven't watched it in like years, like I guess consistently. Um, So I was like, you know what? Let me catch up on family guy, man. Uh, family guy is really good, man. I mean, It just, just that the the type of just humor always just gets me personally, just the rant. It's the thing I I appreciate about family guy is that it, it hits humor that is like very um, relatable and random that you never like really think about until like the show brings it to your attention. I think that's probably a pretty good summary, but Oh man, it is, it is just good. And in in those ways, I think it's the only show I could think of that really legitimately does that perfectly to a T like stuff you never think about that actually (laughs) you like, you know, don't think about, um, which is funny, but yeah, just random shit, man. Uh, man, then (laughs) they, they be, they be pushing it too. So uh, it's yeah, it's like, I think it's like if you combine the Simpsons with South park, I think you essentially would get family guy ultimately. Cause yeah, they just, they, they be pushing them boundaries just like South park. But at the same time, um, uh, well, I guess that's really only, I guess just based on the story setting of a family, I guess is the only correlation I could compare to Simpsons, but, oh uh, man it is good. It is good. So, uh, I think, um, uh, I fell out of family guy, like season 13, 12, I think. Uh, so I pretty much started back up there and, uh, yeah, man, it is, it is great. So all in all, it's pretty much what I've been up to. Um, yeah, I guess two weeks worth. It's a a lot of content, but Hey, we got through it though. You know, we got through it. Um, yeah, that'll conclude it for episode 83 of Switch a Size podcast. Um if you did enjoy the podcast, uh, feel free to like, rate and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh good or bad, any feedback is appreciated. Um if you want to catch That's the wrong That's the wrong one. That's, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. I messed up my outro. <laughs> If you wanted to catch um, catch this podcast live, you can catch it on Twitch TV slash A Switch where I do stream it every Thursday. Well, t- technically it's Friday, but you know what? This is this is the vamp edition. Switches sites where you know my sleep schedule. I don't know what's gonna happen, so you know what? Whenever I get up, I'll I'll, I'll do it. But either way, you're at least guaranteed before the end of the week. Um, you can also catch uh, archives of this uh, podcast on youtubecom A Switch as well, uh, where I do upload uh, every Friday also there. Um, yeah. Outside of that, you can follow me on Twitch. I mean, Twitter at A at Switch as well. Till next time, y'all, don't cough. Don't touch people that don't want to be touched. Um, get your game on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the wrong one. Nobody's safe.